Beneath the quiet fishing town of Otari, something sinister has awoken. The sorceress Belcora Harovex, destroyed nearly 500 years ago by the Rose Guard, has returned. Her spirit will not rest until it finishes what she started so long ago. The destruction of Absalom, and with it, Otari. A band of heroes have united to answer the call, delving beneath the mysterious lighthouse known as the Gauntlet. Together, they discovered a dungeon that Belcora called the Abomination Vaults, originating from a site where their outer goddess Nimbaloth once brushed against this world. During their adventures, the heroes have managed to dispatch cults dedicated to the Ghost Queen, the self-appointed guardian of the lighthouse named Volok, a flesh warper conducting strange experiments in his laboratory named Jafaki, and most recently, a contract devil named Eurevian, general to Belcora's armies, now sent back to the Nine Hells. With the pathway cleared, the heroes of Atari must take up their weapons one last time, descend down into the lowest levels of the Abomination Vaults, and face off against Belcora once and for all, hoping to find a way to put an end to her vengeful quest. Will the heroes succeed in their task, or will they, like so many before them, finally succumb to the eyes of empty death. As we fade into our story, we are greeted with a montage of scenes since the last time we played. We start with the group, bloodied and exhausted, victorious over the devil Eurevian. The rest of the devils, under command from their leader, all depart back to the Nine Hells, their contract fulfilled. This leaves the prison level nearly abandoned, save for a few flesh warp creatures, discarded experiments from the late Jafaki. As the place is cleaned up, we see the staircase leading down, filled with rubble, choked completely. With a sigh, the heroes, along with Carmen, Rajani, and Falxi, roll up their sleeves and begin clearing rocks. It takes a full week of hard labor to clear the way. We see the heroes using the time to gather up the 2,000 gold left scattered on the floor by Eurevian and shop for supplies back in town. We can see the small lumber town of Otari where life goes on like usual. A long flume leads out towards the surrounding woods, large tree trunks floating down towards the sawmill, ships being loaded in the harbor, dozens of people keeping the small town's economy afloat. Banners across the street show 
the impending election nearly a week away. With the town's current mayor, Osef Menhems, the only candidate poster is visible in the street. A mere mile or so away, looming over the town, is the Gauntlet, a mysterious lighthouse deeply entangled with the town's history. Recently, it came to life. Luckily, a new shopkeep by the name of Ren Savinsky had settled into town and foresaw the event. She had a group. She had called a group of heroes to save the town, who have since been dubbed the Heroes of Otari. You've discovered that the spirit of Belcora, a talented sorceress who died nearly 500 years before, has come back to life. And you've learned that she still has the same goal as before, the complete destruction of the nearby metropolis of Absalom. She built these vaults to house her army, full of terrible creatures and vicious cults, still working to this day to serve her whims. And it's up to you to find a way to put her spirit to rest once and for all. Let's take a minute here to give a brief description of your characters, both to any newcomers to our audience, and also, this is a good chance to highlight any differences that your characters might have seen from the last season or the first season to now. So, let's start with Hal Harmony. So, even more handsome at level 8 is Hal Harmony, who have, has taken uh, impressive performance um, that is like musical, so he can use his uh, performance for uh making a impression diplomacy etc just so he could take gladiatorial dedication as his new archetype so he's walking with uh, uh his hair is growing a little longer his his peach fuzz on his chin is growing in a little bit um he is uh, there's an air of confidence about him now that he blew up the the, the head of the devil uh so Hal is now at uh, 25 AC with 104 hit points because he has a hefty constitution bonus. That is that is Hal. Nice. Very cool, very cool. Next, let's shift the camera over to our resident druid, Clovis. All right, so Clovis is a 101-year-old half-elf druid. He's about 5'9". He's got long blonde hair. He's his armor is a drake skin from a drake that he killed and had the druids fashion this armor out of it. He's got a wood wooden shield and he holds a staff. Uh, obviously, he originally came in with with this thought of uh, tearing out and taking out the lumber mill and soon found that uh, that wasn't the source of what was killed in his forest and is now focused to go down, down, down in the vaults. So that's Clovis. Very cool. Thank you, Clovis. And the camera shifts over a little bit towards our resident tough guy, Nulara. So Nulara is still as gray for a person of color, color as she could be. Um, the sleeves on her arms are a little tighter. It's because she's gained more muscle. Um, the air of confidence that Hal 
has been exuding lately has kind of gotten into her. So she's leaning more towards how she used to speak. Um, she's not using much of the common accent anymore. Um, she's surprisingly, she looks a little bit more at peace, mainly because she's um, like having more faith towards Phrasma. So she walks with like, especially next to how she has like a, a more quieter, like sense of confidence in her, but hella strong. So much stronger. That's it for Nalara. Very, very cool. Very cool. Thank you for that update on Nulara. And lastly, the same gag that happens every season, the camera pans over to an empty frame, looks up, looks confused, looks around, and then aims down towards Mukta. Uh, Mukta wakes up from his nap, um, stretches to his full height of four feet. Anyone saying he's three foot nine inches is a liar. Uh, and uh, what you see is a almost four feet tall Yosoki, short brown fur a blondish brown tuft of a goatee Uh, he's wearing long robes of uh, dirty white and uh, sand brown and gold he's got a green handkerchief tied around his neck a fine rapier at his side, and probably new is, uh, well, carries a short bow now after uh, the first few encounters. <laughs> and uh, he's also got a small pouch at his side that carries a small uh, book of some sorts, maybe a journal, maybe a notebook, and uh, some spectacles in his pocket when he needs to write and read. That is new. Very cool. And so we see you guys doing there's like a montage of you guys shopping and, you know, there's a cross cuts between you guys like lifting rocks and doing like hard labor and going back to town sweaty and like moving stuff or like, you know, buying merchandise and then back to there. And Mukta definitely disappears a lot when it comes to the hard labor. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. And um, after after some days have passed, uh, we see a scene that's kind of like at sunset just outside the lighthouse. And it's uh, a scene with you four and Carmen Rajani. So the group, I mean, for those of you catching up, the group and Carmen haven't always seen eye to eye. In fact, Halarmani knocked him unconscious and Mukta slit his throat. Mm hmm. But a short time later, they pulled his spirit back from the River of Souls, only to hand him over to a devil to fulfill a centuries-old pact made by his ancestor. Only then did they team up to destroy the devil, giving Carmen his second chance. He still looks, like, slightly rotten. Um, You know, his eye droops a little bit. His hair is, like, missing in, like, clumps of, like, patches. And as we fade in... At this beautiful sunset, uh, we pick up in the middle of a conversation. No, I don't think I will go back. Otari doesn't need me. I think I will head back to my ancestors' homeland. They say Val was from Nidal. And so is this blade. And he holds up this finely crafted sword known as the Cooperative Blade. Sort of this town symbol of luck been on display, his birthright in his eyes. 
I think it's time I go find out exactly why she was exiled and why a devil had a contract out for my bloodline. And he's looking at you guys. Well, I think that's a good uh, path you have chosen. Uh, it probably wouldn't look too good that you were buried in the graveyard by uh, Nulara, our Miss Nana over here. And then you are now walking around a uh, little worse for wear, but we appreciate you helping us dig that rubble out from down below. Uh, the hammer scary certainly helped in breaking some of the larger ones up. Um, but uh, He flexes a little bit. Okay, don't get... Uh, One of the muscles like falls like off the bone. Don't get carried away, okay? Uh, we, we appreciate it. Uh, hope we did enough honor to your family's name by defending your honor and we wish you wish you well. He stares at you and he stares at all of you guys and he's like, I hope you don't expect a thank you. After all, it was you who slit my throat for simply reclaiming what is rightfully mine. And he smirks as he like tightens his grip on the blade just a little bit. But all the same, I'm glad you've given me a second chance. You know, Rajani, you were doing so well. And you're over here provoking people again. <laughs> Is it necessary? I don't think so. I'm a creature of habit. It's a hard habit to break. I've not had an easy life. I put up defensive. Sometimes I attack people when I feel vulnerable. It's something I'm working on. Work, work harder. Yes. Uh, hopefully with this uh, second chance, you uh, maybe think twice about the people you attack. huh? And I'm just kind of like, <laughs> I'm like picking my nails with my dagger, the same dagger that I cut his throat with. Yeah. And you see him like instinctively like rubbing that like scar on his throat, right? I think I'll head to uh, Diabelle. I have some contacts there. Oh, really? uh, I could probably I could probably get on a ship, work my way there. You, you I mean, with that accent, you sound like most of my friends. Well, is that is true. Uh, I am from the Obel, but I'm not sure you could get uh, on a ship and sail into the harbor over there. It's blockaded. Just saying. True. I mean, if you know the right people, there's usually smugglers and rowboats and things that can get from the debris out to the passing ships. That is accurate, yes. Farewell, heroes of Otari. I uh, I hope to hear legends of you someday. Make sure I they... Hope to n I hope to never hear of you again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you run into and, the captain. Tell him uh, that I'm almost mayor and I'm doing well. And I will be back for his daughter. I definitely won't relay that message, but bye, Al. <laughs> and uh, he turns and starts walking down the road. Don't As he's be walking an down asshole. the road. As he's walking down the road, I just take my short bow. No arrow knocked, but just kind of like <laughs> just line it up for a moment. <laughs> I put I like bring it down a little bit. I know. I know. I wanted to grab that blade earlier as well. <laughs> we did the right thing though, yes. It's for the greater good. I mean... <laughs> oh, I mean, you, like, giving the 
blade back, or... I mean, saving. I mean, him? to be honest, I, I didn't think we'd be able to do it with... I thought we were definitely going to have to damn his soul to hell. Uh, I would like to be optimistic with him. Um, hopefully, with his brief stint in the River Styx, that would inspire him to be... To, that would inspire him to take his time uh, not going back. Well, either way, the next time's not on us, so. That's true. Wait, so what do we do again about the campaign? Uh, about House campaign? There's only a week of it left. Hal, you're whispering again. I'm so sorry. So when, uh, when we... we clear out the bottom of the abomination vaults here in the next five days. We can just come back like we're done and we can just take over. You can replace the cooperative blade with your and course blade, but they can't keep it in. So you're going to still need it, right? Um, yeah. And, uh, um, you know, I'm sure I can find the place for you in the house. We will be, we'll be heroes. We'll be heroes. Every, I mean, they'll vote for how everybody will be. be uh, Are we kicking them campaign. out though? Are we kicking them out? Like, how? Didn't you used to have, like, a thing with the mayor's daughter? What are you talking about? That's crazy. I don't know. We're just friends. I... Yeah, she's not gonna, you're not going to kick her out. Just, uh, just the dad. <laughs> what are we going to do about the dad? Yeah. He can, I mean, maybe he can report to Clovis. He can work in the mill. Oh, Ooh. good idea. Like that. You know, like we come over, we go like an outside company comes in and we take over all the important jobs. And then all those people who used to do it report up to us and then they can either leave or, you know, grin and bear it. I know you're going to be my boss soon once you become mayor. But if I could, I really don't want to hold any position in office. Okay. Okay. I would like to say... Uh, Lara, what do you mean? You're going to be the press secretary. Are you kidding? <laughs> do you want this no. town to crumble? <laughs> I would like to see that. I've, you've seen me gone paler than I already am in front yeah. of everyone else. Remember that party? It was quite impressive. I didn't think it was possible. You can write a secret paper. Nobody will know it's you. No, I can't. I can't even speak under common. I'm not there. <laughs> like I'm not very smart, unlike you guys. I like how nobody says anything. They're just like, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's true. <laughs> You're calling us dumb. We're all dumb. No, I'm saying I'm the one that doesn't know as much as you all. You're old. Oh. Hal and Mukta both know other languages. Yeah, quite true. Very true. Mm-hmm. But uh, none of us have ever, you know, been bought back from the dead, so. <laughs> mm. I guess. <laughs> so at at this point, right, as, as this, you know, Carmen's walking off in the sunset, you guys are having this conversation. This is the last moment for you guys to do any last minute preparations you might be interested in doing that you need to do before we descend further. So is there any game business we need to take care um. of? Does anybody have crafting uh, skill, like an expert at crafting? I have, I have the eyepiece. 
I'm trained in it. So I want to I want to get the armor ruined, but so you have to be crafting. So Steve, I don't know if oh. you would allow if somebody else was able to craft it, I could use it. So yeah, yeah. If you if you get it, then the armor can apply it as part of you purchasing it. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. I don't. Th- I could. Uh, you're whispering too, Mukta. One uh, one thing. Uh, when we get back from the abomination vaults, the uh, kind of the first night, thinking like we've survived, we saved Rajani. Mukta will go right up to Raita's room. Not even knock, just open the door. Don't say a word, go up, grab her, and kiss her. Hey, now. There's just this moment. She she looks up. She, you st- storm into the room all surprised, right? She kind of looks at you, and she goes to make a smart-ass comment. We don't ever get to hear what she says, because as soon as she opens her mouth, you're right there on her. And uh, there's, like, that moment of, like her like resisting and then she just like melts into your arms and it's like for just a brief moment the like time turns back like 20 years and you see like a young Mukta and Raida sort of entangled and then it fades back to you guys as you are now I'm just curious I'm trying to picture this how tall is Raida uh, she's 3'10", so she's, like, a little taller than Mukta. Oh, okay, so they're both about <laughs> right. Okay, very cool. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. The camera, like, like uh, as they like, like start making out, the camera doesn't, like, the camera doesn't have to pan down very much, and they're just like out of the frame, like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it just catches the tops of their heads. Very, very cool. And we see uh, like the doors open a little bit, and the camera looks, and through the open door, you see like Lazda just standing in the hallway, like eating an apple, like <clears throat> just watching for a second and nodding to himself, and then continues on. Anything? Anyone else have any any other moments I can ruin for you? <laughs> <laughs> no. I want to uh, take the time as we go back into town for the week, and I want to use so rumor oh. that Menhams actually isn't calling the shots, but there is some secret person actually calling the shots, and he's just doing what he's being told to do. Um, so all this stuff that is happening is actually somebody from the shadows puppeteering him like a like a whisper campaign very cool can you do me a favor is there any way you can pop in so so rumor just so i can read what it, exactly how it functions yep if there's like rules uh, tied to it okay so it's like the opposite of gathering information okay uh so make a make us a, a blind or sorry a secret deception check Am I able to give him guidance on this? I don't think guidance works for this because, yeah, it's like, right. it's like. I just thought I would still last. No, no, yeah, it's like a guidance only lasts so, for but... one minute, so. Yeah, okay. So, since I have improvisation, uh, virtuoso, I can use performance to do it. Okay, so you're performing. Is this like a sort of like. Um, it's almost like you're performing a play about Menhems or something, right? What's the uh, what's the DC on this? Uh, good question. It says uh, the DC increases depending on how plausible your rumor is. I think the DC for something like this is probably not too hard. I'm going to say 25. All right. I rolled it. You did. Do I need to use a hero point? 
<laughs> well, you got a success. So I don't think you need to do a hero point. But I could be lying and you could have had a critical failure and I'm just telling you you had a success. <laughs> but in this case, no, you got a success. So I'll go ahead and, and reveal it. So you roll a 28. Oh, okay. Ooh. So, so you've sowed this rumor into town, right? The rumor persists for like a whole week, which is to say anyone who starts asking around or asking about Menhems and what's going on is now going to sort of successfully have this whisper campaign. And a week is enough to last right up until the election, so that's that's pretty good. Yep. All right. I like it. Good one, Rick. Is that a new uh, feat, or is that just part of being tr an expert in something, or how does it work? No, that is my level six feat that I wanted to use just for this moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, it paid off. Like, you I'm, know. Uh... We don't have to roleplay it out, we can just roll, but uh, Mukta's also going to try to take a job in the in in some of the downtime. Okay. So I'm I'm assuming most of your downtime is spent cleaning rocks, but we've already established in lore that Mukta doesn't yeah. like to clear rocks, right? Mukta definitely skipped out on that. Like he was like, Yeah, let's go, and then following you guys, and then you turn around and Mukta's gone. Every time you turn around, it's like where the where the oh I can't cuss. Sorry. Uh, where the hell is Mukta? <laughs> So yeah, during the time, we work Mukta, our ass off. Mukta goes to uh, see Mera to get some jobs. Okay, so you you step into like Yinya's Mera's office, and she, you know, has been keeping an ear out to the ground, and instead of asking you about the crazy things she's heard, such as Karma Rajani returned and stuff like that, she just eyes you, gives you a little nod. And uh, the best way that she can actually honor you here is to just not directly engage you and give you a wide berth and give you jobs as normal with everyone else. And that's what happens. Would you like to roll to make an income here and make sure you don't get arrested by uh, by Captain Longsaddle? No. Uh, is it kind of the same kind of job? Am I like getting like... In this case, um, yeah, it, it's mostly... Most of the jobs she only has available right now are are the standard sort of targeting travelers, targeting uh, merchants that come through. You know, locals are off limits, but anyone who is not considered local, you know, get in, steal some stuff. They, she, she's actually not giving you um, kind of the, the more upscale jobs. You're not sure whether that means she doesn't have any or she's not trusting you with them, but... She just gives you the standard, like, leads that the Thieves Guilds would normally give to people. Okay, so is there, uh, like, because I'm asking, is there any job where, like, I'm going to be, like, cooking books or getting, like, getting information or paperwork or anything like that? This time around, no. Okay. The last couple of times you have, but this time it's it doesn't go that way. All right. Much to your disappointment. Mm-hmm. All right, I will roll. What do you want me to roll? Uh, thieves, thievery, or some kind of lore you have that's related to this? Yeah, twenty-six. Twenty-six. Reasonable. Uh, actually, the I don't haven't looked at the earning income in a while. It's been a while. Been a while. <laughs> been a while. Let's see, earn income. 
you are level eight now. Mm -hmm. And you're an expert. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can earn three gold per day from your thievery skills now. Okay. Which is good for, you know, not compared to adventuring. So over the course of the seven days, we'll say five days of work. So you earn 15 gold from your thievery. That's fine. I wasn't even doing it for the gold anyway. I know. Um, and unfortunately. So before we head down, I'm also going to at the Rowdy Rockfish, not the Knooks, Crook's Nook, uh, take out the um, all the copies that I've made of previous jobs. Okay. And uh, seal it into an envelope and write Hal's name on it and leave it with, like, in his room, like, kind of tucked away and with just a small note saying, uh, From Mukta, in case of emergencies. Well played, sir. Well played. And that's it. We'll see if Hal ever finds it. Okay. So, there's this sort of montage of all this stuff happening. We kind of crossfade back towards the prison level, level 7 of the Abomination Vaults. Your path is clear. The last rubble cleaned away as Fauxi clears the last rock. Oh, 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 oh. Right. He turns and looks back at you guys with a nod. He is ready to lead you down towards his city of Yildaris, where your potential drow allies await. Fauxi, after you rescued him, shared that his people were hoping to stand up to Belcora. And he has promised you an introduction with his leader. All that awaits is a staircase leading down deeper into the vaults below you. Last moment as you guys tighten your straps, stand here, ready to descend. Looking at each other, any last words before you descend to each other? Is there... Mukta, it's uh, nice that you joined us. <laughs> I've been here the whole time. What do you mean? Maxi, mm -hmm. is there... Oh, could someone translate this? Is there an etiquette that we have to do uh, when we meet this? What are you doing, Clovis? That's what you always did. You said bathroom and you went like this to him. Me? Clovis, have you not been listening to what <laughs> no. I'm saying? You were saying bathroom and they were doing that. That I don't know, is I just not attractive something. to me at all. So he does say, that. when you when you arrive at a place where he expects there to be sort of drow soldiers, scoutsmen watching for you, he says, you know, let me do the talking. Hands off your weapons. Make sure that they don't perceive you as a threat because they are very likely to just take no chances and to end you. Easy enough. Although <laughs> the last time you kind of you know, sold yourself up, you right. died right away. So are you sure you could talk to them <laughs> for us? Fair enough. Um, if for some reason I do not make it, just let them know who I am, that you met me, and I vouch for you. I'm sure it'll go over just fine. If you have yeah, my body, it'll help. Like 
So if we carry your body, they're not going to just assume that we killed you and brought him, bringing you to kill them. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Uh... How about this? If we end up fighting anyone, just hide. That works for me. All right. Because he died over an explosion. It was a pillar Except of fire that descended from the nine hells onto me. You act, you act like it was a match. You said that you could handle yourself. Well, I thought I could. It's all right. Oh, that's okay. We can bring you back again if you want to come back. Just oh, let that's me know. true. At least maybe two or three more times. <laughs> well, that'll come in handy. So you're saying don't hide. No, please. No, don't hide, definitely, but definitely hide. Hide and then strike when the opportunity is most... Hide until you introduce us, and then you can fight and die. How about this? If we run into a group of devils again, and then I hand him, uh, like, a bottle of the holy water, just throw it at them. From a distance, though. From your hiding spot. From a distance. That works? Yeah. Yeah? You want to give him one of your holy waters? Yeah. Okay. He will get his holy water ready. So he's got his holy water. He's got his little uh, dagger. Did you guys give him a dagger or a short sword? I think it was a dagger, right? Dagger, yeah. He's got a dagger. He's got his uh, holy water. He's got it tucked into his belt, and he gives you a thumbs up. All right, good talk. Bathroom. Bathroom. Ba bathroom. No, but don't say that, Miss Nina. All right. He, <laughs> he looks at you, Clovis, <laughs> and in common, he says, Bathroom? Yeah. Oh. Bathroom. <laughs> oh, Rasva, Clovis. <laughs> I don't think things usually go in in the bathroom. They go out. <laughs> that's that's not walking. <laughs> so you begin descending uh, down, much like before, right? There's this the um, abomination vaults beneath this the gauntlet is this large circular chamber that descends through these middle three levels of the abomination vaults. And it's one spiral staircase that goes down. And this is a continuation of that same spiral staircase. But as it descends lower past this level, it's completely sealed off. It's like a tiny narrow hallway that goes underground, giving you like an almost claustrophobic feeling. And as you look down into the darkness, no light at all um, comes up from below. It's only the light that you guys bring. So what is your lighting situation like? Clovis, would you still be able to put that light on my shield? Yes, I could. Let me, uh, let me go. Ooh. Make sure you run the healing macro, Nina, because I see Nulara only has 20 hit points right now. So do the rest. The rest. Yeah, but rest for the night doesn't even give you full hit points, right? Just, just put your hit points right. to full. So yeah, so that that worked. Uh, so you're putting the light on Nulara's shield, sword. Yeah. Do you want it on your shield or sword, Nulara? Where would you like it? Mm, I can't hear you, Nulara. My shield, please. Okay. Yeah. So I put it on her shield and cast light. And what was the range on light? Does it go up now that you're higher level? You guys, all of your cantrips are heightened to like fourth level now, right? You guys have fourth level spell slots? Fourth level slots. Uh, yeah, so fourth level is 60 foot S radius. 60 bright and dim or what? 
so 60 foot radius and dim light for the next 60 feet. So 60 feet light and then dim light up to 120 feet. Perfect. That's much brighter. Shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. All right. So new Lara. Hey, Hal, can you sing that song for us, Hal? Lara Mini? Come on. I cannot. <laughs> how how or oh, sorry nular becomes this kind of shining beacon and as you shine out right you can see it's kind of hard because the, the wall still curves but you, you're now lighting up and you can see the staircase descends down uh pretty far probably like another 50 60 feet down and you kind of lead the group down and as you move down here the smell of rot and mildew pervades the air of this enclosed staircase. And as you guys slowly reach towards the base, a moist carpet of fungus, slime, and mold grows thickly on the walls, kind of creating this sort of hallway of moss and mold leading you onwards. And at the end of this tiny hallway, you see a door. But as you kind of turn and look at the wall that's opposite, the wall, this nice, smooth, perfectly white stone wall that matches the same stone that's built the abomination vault, or sorry, the gauntlet all the way to the surface, you kind of see that the inner wall of the staircase is made from the same stone. And right at the bottom of the staircase, in this wall, is an indentation, probably about the size of a softball or so. Just perfectly concave impression at the base of the staircase. Detect magic. Uh, yeah, you put off uh, detect magic. The gauntlet itself is 100% full of uh, magic. And I'm pretty sure it's mostly enchantment with a tinge of necromantic. But you don't get a specific reading off of the concave spot or anything. Do you think something fits in that kind of hole there? Or what do you think? How, how, how big is this area? Mm -hmm. uh, are you asking how big the, the hole is? Yeah, the concave hole. Across the whole thing, probably about... <clears throat> I'm going to say probably about four or five inches across. Very, like, let's, shallow. Uh, let's stick Mukta's head in there and see if it works. It's like this big or like this big it's 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 about at the side of a small a small dessert plate maybe okay like Would that same sort of saucer it's not a hole right it's just a slight oh, depression just yeah it's just yeah so mm. it's like something may fit in there or oh. yeah maybe it's a trap maybe you should check it out I know you're always but, uh, always like looking for them, but you haven't really found. Of course, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> apparently they didn't really think they needed traps down here. So, I will say there were a lot of traps. We just avoided all of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good I am. That's I true. Like completely away from all That's the traps. True. Good job, Mukta. Very good job, Mukta. I feel so bad that you avoided nearly. I think almost every trap we came across, you avoided. <laughs> just. So Mukta will say back to Hal, uh, what do you mean? There was tons of traps. You didn't see them? <laughs> Neither did you. <laughs> no, I, we avoided them all. That's, I've, that's why we didn't. That's why none of them went off. 
Is this a little area a trap? Maybe that's a trap. Based on your passive sort of or like trap seeking abilities, Mukta, you don't see or notice any traps in this area or in the hallway that's coming up. If you want to take the time to stop and do like an active trap search, you can. It's definitely trapped. Hey, Clovis, why don't you put your arm in there? Clovis walks up and puts his hand in. Well, it's not deep enough for my whole arm, right? Just my hand. I'm going to try to sneak up, sneak up on him, and once he puts his hand in, I'm going to jump and grab him. <laughs> God damn it, Mukta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all I kid, I kid. So, Foxy, oh, what's that, that was... thing in there? What's that uh, going? What is this like little indentation? Is that like you see more of them as we go down to your house, or is that like Foxy is like kind of watching and, and he shakes his head? And he's like, I'll, I'll be honest, I've never been here. here. I mean, I'm guessing I must have came through here when they brought me up and sold me into bondage, but I tend to stick to the nature and our homes and not... There are things that live on this level. Cultists and creatures that worship Belcora. Tiny little, tiny little gnomes, smaller than your friend here, who will bite you with sharp teeth. We call them the children of Belcora. I'd look and like point and look the like is this guy over there? That that, that little one or that little one the, with the plants? S smaller than Mukta. But this I've only seen this in one other place. Which is There is a there is a patch of fungus. Oversized mushrooms, not far from here. Used as a food source by many of the creatures. We we kind of call it the farm. And there is an indentation like this. But no one's ever figured out what it's for that I know. One of Belcora's mysteries that she took to the grave, I suppose. We uh, continue forward then. Yeah, so you, you kind of turn around um, and look and you just see... The whole hallway to get to the door is just covered in a thick fungusy moss. By the way, I'm not short. You're all just freakishly tall. <laughs> so, as we move forward, right, uh, Clovis, why don't you give me a quick nature check just as you're eyeing this fungus to make sure it's not gonna like murder everyone, and letting you guys can tell me sort of what exploration activities you guys are taking coming as in here. Moved is doing, or as Clovis is doing, he's like. Just remember, guys, a rolling stone gathers no moss. Keep rolling. Okay. 23. Uh, does not appear to be dangerous. It looks like run-of-the-mill common fungus. Uh, very similar to ones you've seen growing in other places in the Abomination Vaults. And one that's very commonly associated with, like, Nimbaloth. Also... I, Jade Knight, thank you for following us. I see you, Jade Knight. Thank you, Jade, hey, Jade Knight. Thank you, Jade. Jade Knight. So yeah, this this fungus, it just it's harmless. You can you can walk through it, no problem. Okay. We're good to go, uh, Mukta. 
So Are we sure Fox... the last time we poked some fungus, uh, Mukta got really, really sick. You remember that when yeah. he like, oh, yeah. threw up that black Don't stuff? Poke it. Do not poke it. Just walk through. Yeah, wasn't it one guy that also killed what's his name? Otari. The guy in his uh, didn't it? Didn't he breathe it in? So hold your breath when you walk through. That's an entire hallway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh so yeah so you hold your breath and i'm guessing nulari you're taking the lead down yeah, this because scouting okay and foxy is is hiding in the back and avoiding notice yep i'm with i'm with foxy making sure he doesn't die okay <laughs> and then Al and close um uh... Clovis will be investigating, just basically as we're walking through, he's just looking for anything out of the ordinary, any hidden doors or just anything that, again, doesn't mm -hmm. look Perfect. normal. And how? I'll be detecting magic, making sure that uh, maybe this fungus is some kind of magic. Okay. So the fungus does not give off any aura of magicalness, and as Nular sort of slowly moves through, it's a little slick to the to the foot, and your foot slips on it a little bit, but it doesn't seem to harm you. And you can you move to like the end of the hallway, and you're able to uh, the door's unlocked, and you're able to sort of like open the door and see what lies beyond. And as you move into the next room, you see ahead of you that six alcoves line the walls, three to the north and three to the south. The four easternmost alcoves each contain a large stone planter filled with muddy water that reeks even from this distance like disgusting swamp water. Two scorch marks on the ground near the eastern door surrounds a pile of rags. The pommel of a blade peeks out from underneath one of the rag piles. Clovis, can you make me a secret perception check real quick? Um, and how immediately, what's the range on your detect magic these days? Pinpoint the source. Still 30 feet. But it looks like 30 feet. Okay. So as you move in kind of close to this room, Hal, uh, you do get a ping the, from, you said you can pinpoint the source now? Uh, I pinpoint the highest source in the area. Perfect. Perfect. The highest source of magic, it's its hard for me to say what the highest is, but I'll tell you, the blade peeking out from under the rags definitely has some enchantment magic to it. And also, a bit of divination magic on each of the four basins of swampy water. Hmm. I think that uh, sword is over there. That is magical, but... Mm. There is divination magic and all the dirty water. I'm not sure if I pick up that uh, sword, it's going to make my leather armor here turn into leather rags on the ground. I'm going mm. to be actively looking for traps. Okay, instead of avoiding notice, because it's one or the other. Uh, Well, I mean, it's the same. I guess it doesn't really matter, right? If I'm... Because if I'm do, I'm always looking for traps, no matter what, right? So right. So so you could. That's true. Yeah. There's no point in actively searching for traps because you could do yeah. both. So, yeah. You're you're always doing this search for traps. Yeah. You haven't noticed any. 
looks clear from where you are, though the scorch marks on the ground give you some sort of pause. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't say this because it wasn't in the box text, but but like each of these basins of water that's also like swampy, it has like a, a yellow glowing light that kind of like lights up the room. So th- this room is not dark. There's four glowing lights, one from each basin of water. Are you guys picking up on anything? See that sword over there in the rags? That thing is really magical. But so are all these little dirty waters uh, that does divination magic. I'm not sure what that for means. The, for the basins? How about yes. the sword? Mm. The sword does uh, enchantment. Mm. Powering the other things. Yeah. What do you think would happen if we throw a bottle of holy water in that basin? Do you have any holy waters to use? Like, do you have any spare yeah, holy water? I have two holy waters. Maybe you should, uh, like, un- uncork it and pour it in instead of just throw it in. Mm, okay. I can so do it with my hand. walk up there and take, uh, you want to do it with the mage hand to be safe? If you want, go ahead. I mean, you're halfway there. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, Clovis will walk up and uncapped his one of his holy waters and pour it in the basin okay so you step up and you kind of like uncork it and you pour and there there is this like glowing light so you're kind of like reaching your hand between the water and the glowing light and you watch as the water kind of hits the the bowl of swamp water and as it does it go it kind of fizzes a little bit uh and you feel it and you watch as, as the water makes connection with the swampy water it begins to swirl and foam a little bit and bubble up and almost start bubbling out of the basin, like down the sides a little bit as the water level sort of rises and gives off kind of like a hissing sound. Mm. And then in that moment, uh, you hear voices in, that fill the room. We are the eyes of empty death, the eyes of empty death. And all four of these lights over the basins begin like moving towards you guys. This light, not really thrilled with you pouring holy water into the swampy basin, begins to shudder and move, and everyone's hairs on the end of their arms stick up as that tingling sensation that adventurers get, where the voice from beyond says, Roll initiative. <laughs> and rolling, rolling, rolling. you guys can go ahead. And roll initiative, and I'll move you guys to the battle map. Oh, and I'll move your plus this one from scouting. Oh wait, that's the wrong level. Don't look at that one. That was the old level. This is the new level. Do we all get plus one because you were scouting, or just just whoever was scouting? Just you, you. guys too. Because me and Mukta got a feat that gives us the same type of bonus. Yeah. During break, I rolled two d twenty just for the hell of it, and I got double natural twenty. Yes, it's out. <laughs> so I used up all mine, but maybe you guys have some. Lois, new Lara, Hal. Uh, missing Mukta on initiative. Yep. Going there now. Right. Now, is Foxy joining you guys in initiative, or is Foxy actually just staying out of it so he doesn't die? He's staying out of it. Got it. Okay. Is he going to listen or not? That's up to the GM. We'll see. So, um, you guys are all the first to react. So, at the start of 
this initiative. Lunalara, you get to go first. Um, do I see anything? You see this light that was just floating above the basin begins to move in a threatening manner against Clovis. The room fills with voices that echo and say, we are the eyes of empty death. And for a moment, you flash back to the last time you saw the eyes of empty death. Oh, okay. those things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which ones were they? So I, I am going to, uh, for my first action, I'm going to move to the center of this room. Okay. And then I'm going to use two actions to hold an action to attack whatever it is that tries to attack me or Clovis. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So anything you see that comes within your reach that's threatening or whatever, you're going to attack it. Yes, please. Got it. All right. Mukta. Put on in there. I don't know. But there's something. Get ready. All right. Um, You can delay your turn. Yeah, I will delay. Okay. Very cool. Your delay when someone takes a turn that you want to hop in, let me know. Clovis. Clovis is going to step back here. Okay. He's going to raise his shield and wants to use recall knowledge to remember back how we defeated these things or what their weaknesses were last time we fought them. Okay. You can give me a recall knowledge check. This is going to be... Do you have any certain lore? If you don't have any lore related to these things, which... I got nimble lore. Yes, make a nimbleoth lore roll, please. Nimble that is, lore. That is awesome. Fifteen. A fifteen with nimbleoth lore. It's on the tip of your tongue, Clovis, but you have a hard time coming up with anything that's useful in the moment. Okay. I am sorry. That will be my turn. Damn Nimbleoth. Yep, that brings us to Hal. Inspire courage. Yeah, let's make it lingering. Okay. Pull out the rifts. Yep. Come on, you can do it. Wah, wah. 20. So it goes off Pretty for one round. Two. Okay, 20 for one round. Right, that's a failure. Yeah, uh, is a, yeah, that's true, it is a failure. So it just lasts one round. It doesn't take up your focus point. Yep. And then I will cast Blur. Okay. Woohoo! So you become concealed. Okay. So you become blurry. Your form is, your location's obvious, but you're, uh, you know, you're hard to hit. Perfect. And so, Mukti said you wanted to go now? Yes, if everyone else is gone, then I might as well. Everyone except for the enemies. Yep, but there's no point in waiting for them. Right. Um, I will go 30 feet over here. Okay. So I still don't see anything, though, right? What? All you see are the lights kind of dancing over the basins. And hear the chants of the eyes of empty death echoing throughout the room. I'm going to reach into my bandolier okay. and pull out a ghost charge. Mm. Okay. And then I'm going to spend two actions 
my other... Oh, no, sorry, I, I strode. So that's one action, two actions. Um, and uh, I will spend a third action to also recall knowledge. All right, go for about it. About what these things might be using my spirit lore. Spirit lore. Go for it. I do. All right. Is there something specific you're like trying to recall, like what they are, their weakness, what not to yeah, use? Yeah, well, what they are. Yeah, all of that. Well, you, I think I think <laughs> I think yeah. All of the above. I think you have to, oh. Okay. Uh, uh, I want to know at least what they are, and then maybe what they might be weak to. Perfect. He wants to know if they're cobalt. <laughs> you go through your mind, you're, you're racking your brain trying to come up with what they were, and you, it, it's you're annoyed with yourself because you know you fought these before. Cannot come up with it. Right. That's yeah. my turn. Okay. At least you didn't get wrong information, right? Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, this light, the first thing it does is... <laughs> The light goes out and it goes completely invisible. Oh, which Shit. light? <laughs> Let's see. I, I probably could turn off the light, like the uh, the one north of you. Goes invisible. That basin's no longer lit up. Okay. You can kind of feel the wind and stuff like shifts around you. And one by one, the lights in the room blink out. Off, off, off. And the room is dark, save for Nulara lighting it up with her shield. Hmm. Okay. All right. Nulara, it's your turn. Um, I would. Where are these? <laughs> Do I have any recall knowledge things that I could use? You can use occultism as a fallback if you don't have a specific lore. Okay, I will do that. I'd, I'll spend an action to do a recall knowledge. Okay. Just occultism? Just occultism? Just occultism, yeah. Okay. These ones these ones are tied to... If you want to use religion, you can. Um, it's going to be a harder DC than if it's occultism, so it's your choice. Uh, yeah, let's go for religion. All right, give me a religion check. Okay, first action. Wow, rolling low for recall knowledge. 21. Come up short. Okay. Um, Mokta, can you see anything? I mean, I With can my light, see, is it enough? I can, I can see, but I can't see anything. There's nothing. Okay, I'm going to use my second action is seek. Sure. Okay. Perception? Yes, make an active perception check. Okay. Like on the basin that's directly right in front of me. Or just okay. I think you. I think we kind of established it. Cover it'll. It's enough to cover the whole room because the room's not too big. If it was a huge space, you'd have to like section it off. But from where you are, you can. It's like a pulse out, like within like thirty feet in all directions of you. I think so. You're. You should be fine. Okay. So perception twenty-five. Uh, you seek out and you like open yourself up looking for anything around you. Find nothing. Yeah. What's going on? Um, third action, raising my shield. Fair enough. That's the end of my turn. All right, uh, Clovis. Okay, so where I saw the light go out, right? Um, can you ping where that is? Yeah, it was the basin that you pour the water in right here. Okay. 
But all of there was four lights, one over each basin, and every light has gone out now. Okay, well, the one where I poured the holy water, I'm going to cast uh, fairy fire. Okay, put that in chat. It's a 10 foot burst, so you pick a spot and it, it hits everything within 10 feet. All right, yep. So go ahead and place that burst. All right. So I'll put the burst, right? And you can tell me if you want it on that square or this square or what square you want to target. Can you see the burst I placed, right? Yeah, right there. Right there. So right there? Okay. Yeah. So you place right there. If I, go, if I go on top of Nalara, could it get the other basin? Yeah. If you placed it here. Uh, how about if I placed it right here? Because I'm trying to maybe I can get all four. But yeah, I'll, I'll let you put it in the middle of the room. So you place it down right in the middle of the room. It fills up everything in the room. So as that happens, everyone is bathed in fairy fire. Okay. So as this bathes everything, right? Everyone gets lined in light. So like Hal, Nulara, Mukta, you guys are now bathed. So now Mukta, you cannot go. You cannot become hidden. Uh, you cannot become concealed because... The fairy fire gives you away, but in the room, you sense. Goes away. Does oh. it? Can't yeah, be concealed while affected. Oh man, sorry. But the target foreign exactly. player is blurry. It becomes concealed, and you can't be concealed. Yeah, so so there's still a blurry how, but like your your real self is outlined. It makes it pretty obvious, right? So now, four of these creatures become revealed. They're no longer invisible. They're all outlined as well. They're concealed. They are not hidden, invisible anymore. And you see these four creatures around the room. Each one of them has snuck up next to each one of you. Oh boy! <laughs> so that was. And then I'll raise my. That's uh, two actions. So then I'll raise my shield. And then you raise your shield for your third action. Okay. Um, how? All right. I want to use lingering composition and then do dirge of doom. Oh. Okay. <laughs> That is definitely, uh, I'm pretty sure that's even a critical success at this point. So critical success. Foes within the area are frightened one and they cannot remain reduce their thing while they're within 30 feet. It says, it doesn't, it's weird it doesn't say it on the spell card, huh? But it, okay, 30 feet. So they all become frightened. Well, it says while they remain in the area, I guess it's in the room. Mm-hmm. A huge area. Right. Only like 30 feet. But yeah, so they all become frightened. So, Hal, you're su you successfully scared all of these Will-O-The-Wisps. Nice. With your, your song. That is pretty epic. Um, and is that, is that just a one action? Yeah? Yeah, one action. And... I like it. I think I'm gonna move away. Also, I'm gonna stride. Okay. Mm. Oh, actually, Dirge of Doom is only verbal. Right? No, no. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Um, you know what? I am sorry. How they are immune to this? Immune to being frightened. Uh, let's just say your spell doesn't work. It doesn't take hold. For a moment, you feel like the thing goes out. You're like, dirge passes right through them, and just there's nothing to take hold onto. It just passes through them without affecting him. Hmm. I'm gonna move. Try to move. Out okay. Of the way. Yeah. No opportunity attack. 
you go ahead and duck into the hallway with Foxy. He's like, yeah, you got the right idea. Hang out with me. It's only 5, 10, 15, 20, and then move some more. Okay. Yeah, that's my turn. All right. You have one more action or no? No, I had the, I had the two strides. Two strides? Okay. All right, Mukta. All right. You can see where this thing is now. It's still concealed from you, but it's not invisible, so you're not taking a complete guess. All right. Um, one action to stride or step. Okay. Really matter. So what do I have to do to hit this creature then? Nothing? Or flat check? Uh, what is it? Five. Oh, you mean you're, you're attacking it with like your bow or something? Uh, with my ghost charge that I pulled out. Oh, okay. So how does the ghost charge function? Because I actually don't know. It's like a thing you throw? Yeah. Oh, it's, so it's spring-loaded metal canisters. Oh, it's a bomb. Okay. Mm-hmm. It drains into cigarettes nearby under creatures. And you sure you want to throw this next to Nulara? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Nice. Um, okay, so... <laughs> You're going to make, like, basically just, like, um, it's it's kind of like throwing a dagger. So if you have a dagger, just make a range strike with your dagger. Right. But I make the DC 5 flat check first, right? <sighs> yes. Make the DC 5 flat check first. Yeah, Eight. it hits. That's an it. You only had to get a 5. Perfect. All right. So I will throw, that's a 29. That hits. So you throw the ghost charge right into this thing. It connects with its like kind of ghostly spirity form. And there's like a, a quick explosion, right? And a positive damage vroom, rushes out. So that's, should I roll damage? You can roll damage. Seven points of positive damage and two splash damage to all undead targets. So this thing, vroom, it splashes out. It hits two of these, splashes over Nular, passes through everyone. They are not undead. They don't take any damage. Oh. They, they look undead. I will give you that, but they are not. All right. So Mukta like, was like, throws it and it's like, ha ha. Yep. Ow. <laughs> yeah, Nulara gets hurt a little bit. <laughs> Half a point of damage rounded down. Uh, yeah, I'll take <laughs> a point of damage. No, half a point rounded down. No. You take none. <laughs> But yeah, so unfortunately, Uh, these don't seem to be undead. All right, and then I will take out my rapier and quick draw and attack. Yeah, uh, the one next to me. So this is with a multiple attack penalty because the bomb did count as an attack. I'll make sure it's not flat footed, right? It is not flat footed. No, you start to make a DC five check. Oh, yeah. I know you can do it. Damn, I was really hoping that would work. Okay, it connects. All right. I know. I kind of wish it would work too, because in five e they're undead, right? Nice. That's a Ooh. thirty-one to hit. That hits. Not a crit, but a hit. Oh. Hit, not a crit. Hit, not a crit. Fifteen points. Fifteen points. Uh, it takes it all. Nice. And that is my turn. So the Will of the Wisps all have a chance to go. Now here's the thing, right? They like to do this sort of, they don't have any way. All right, I guess, I guess this one here next to you, Clovis, looks at you and says, the empty death has come. The eyes, you know of the eyes, I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> it likes to say eyes. 
It's gonna make an intimidation check against you. It's gonna try to demoralize you, Clovis. Okay. Speaking in common. But it rolls a natural one, and hey. Clovis Let's is see not. Mukta fails in check because it, it does not <laughs> affect you at all. You've read the stories, these are nothing. And with its second action, it's going to shock you. I've read their whispering read. Good. You're not flat footed because it's not. Nope. It's concealed, but it's not hidden. Uh, 26. M- misses with my shield up. If, if I didn't have my shield, that would have been a hit. Perfect. It doesn't. Once it's not invisible, it's. It doesn't have a lot to do. Very All right. It does a, another yeah. shock attack against you, Clovis. Okay. Not even close. Critical miss. Sweet. That means you gotta run away. So we'll just go through and have it do the same thing. So these two are gonna target Nulara. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one does the same thing. The eyes. You have her eyes. And it's going to attempt to uh, intimidate you. Okay. I don't know if you have any bonuses to this. It's a 22 intimidation check. Uh, that would be against my will? Yes. 25. 25. It is, a, you know, it's an emotional effect, so if you had a bonus, but it doesn't matter. It's not able to, to get you. And it attacks. Uh, 24. And a natural one. Dang. These... Yeah, keep rolling like that. We're oh, all rolling yeah. low, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. We are, too. So, I think I think demoralize your immune once it fails against you. So this one can't even hurt you. So anyways, uh, this one has nothing to do but to just attack you three times. 24 is a miss. 20 is a miss. Oh, technically you're flat-footed, but I rolled another natural one, so it doesn't Ooh, matter. Another one. Keep it up. And Mukta, demoralized, is going to say the same thing. The eyes, the eyes. Your eyes are so pretty. Uh, 23. What's your will save? 25, I believe. So it does not affect you. 15. Perfect. It does not affect you. And it uses its other two actions to strike. 33? Uh, no, it doesn't. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it actually not a crit. Zaps you. F- yeah, that's true. It's almost a crit, but not quite. Um, 11 points of electricity damage. And uh, third action to attack again. A 28 it's- for eight more points of electricity damage. All right. All right. Back to Nulara. But again, oh. they like they're outlined. So you get a good sense of where they are. Okay, uh, I am going to target this creature. I'm going to try okay. and hit it with Encore's Blade. So, but first, my flat check. Uh, You're good. 17 uh, with Encore's Blade. You got it. That would be uh, 23 to hit. Uh, 23 is a miss. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I'll try to hit it again. Power attacking. All right, power attack. Uh, 32. 32's a hit. Perfect. That would be... Oh, man. Two eights and a five. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, slashing damage. Perfect. It takes all of it. Perfect. And that's the end of my turn. All right. I'll stay. Yep. Clovis. 
Uh, closest is going to try a acid burst on the one in front of me. <laughs> okay. So, the five foot combination. So, and it's a DC 28 basic reflex save. All right. The acid splash reaches out, hits the will of the wisp, splashes onto you, splashes onto the other one, right? But the you, you almost watch as like the acid like lands where it is and just completely like sloths off. Like it's almost got like an invisible like bubble around it, and the acid f falls off. It doesn't take any damage. Oh, is that a hand up, Rick? What's your question? I think it's a different spell. Uh, this is acidic burst. Got it. So this is a five. Oh, I said acid. Oh, yep. So All this right. is a different. This is a new spell, right? Yeah. So it's just a five foot emanation of range. So it just hits the one in front of you. It also hits Mushi. Sweet. So you're like, what's this oh, spell do? <laughs> Barf out acid in all directions, right? Yeah. I'm used to using acid. Yeah. This is another one. So, all right. Still does it nothing. It still is comp it's, it's immune to this acid damage that you cast on it. Uh, go ahead and roll the damage, though. And make a save for Mushi. <laughs> the five points of acid. Make a reflex save for Mushi. Yeah, this this hits like an AOE around you, which is cool. Just oh, Mushi, uh, Mushi saves, so Mushi takes two points of acid damage. Sweet. It's immune to this. All right, and then I'm gonna raise my shield. Take half damage. Perfect. Um, how? All right, I want to do a one round inspire courage. Okay. Everyone can add inspire courage for one round. And uh, I want to do try to do a. Electric arc on this guy. Okay. See what see what happens. Your electric arc reaches out, targets this. It can target two, right? Either way, it reaches out and the electricity like kind of hits it, and you watch it zoom. It like wraps around it and like fizzles out and is like grounded. Oh. It takes it's it's immune to the spell. No electricity, or immune to cantrips or something. Help. <laughs> God. How did we kill these things last time? Mukta. We kept hitting it. All right. So what it was, we just... At least you can see him this time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to attempt to uh, uh, tumbling strike the one in front of me. So I'm going to attempt to roll under it, strike him. Ooh. Very cool. At the same time. Is that like a specific feat you have now? It is. I will put it in chat if you'd like. I would like to see that. New stuff is always fun. Make an acrobatics check against the reflex DC of an enemy adjacent to you. Okay, make that re the acrobatics check. The right. reflex DC, I'll tell you, is 26. I would like to use a hero point. Okay. Use a hero point. Hero point. Hero point. Well, that well takes spent. you to... From a failure to a critical success. It does. Which means I go here, and he is now flat-footed against he is for this strike. Flat-footed against this strike. I love it. That's perfect. Let's go. That's a 37. That's a critical hit. Let's go. Nice. nice. That's 47 <laughs> points of damage. Damn. You know, this thing. I would think this thing should be like immune to precision damage, but it's not. And uh Mukta does this tumbling dash stab thing. And uh, this light is no more. The will nice. is, is Bye -bye. defeated. Yeet. Yeet. Fire <laughs> Mukta. Um, second action. I would like to stride over here. Uh-huh. 
third action, I will aid Nulara by fainting. Okay. Not fainting, like fainting. Right, right, like a <laughs> like a fainting strike. <laughs> very, very that awesome. That is my turn. That was a nice turn. Great job, man. That was freaking awesome. All right, let's start over here with Nulara. These things are going to make their strikes against you because that's all they got. First attack. Oh, you are flat-footed. 34? Hit, not a crit. Hit, not a crit. Six um, points block- of damage. Yeah, blocking it with my shield. Okay. Well, you didn't have your shield raised. I did. Because you did an attack and a power attack on your turn. Oh, you're right. Oh, but, quick shield but block. <laughs> you have that, that new thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So you get an extra reaction just for shield block, right? Yes, sir. So I forget. Can you raise your shield as a reaction or only on one strike? Or how does it work? Okay, let me put it on the chat. I know there's like three or four different feats that all do similar but different things. And I want to learn. How do I put it on the chat? <laughs> That's what we're doing. We're you should be able to click it and learning. in the like icon. Click the picture. Oh, okay. You can bring like your shield you into place. So I don't need to have it raised. Uh, no, because to shield block, you have to have your shield raised. You can but you have it. another feat that lets you raise your shield as a reaction, right? Oh, okay. I'll Let's do that combo then. It's, like, it's a combo, right? Yeah, the reflexive shield into quick shield block. Got it. When you raise your shield, if you have shield block reaction, the damage you take is a little reflexive. Okay. I don't know if that's the right one. But you have, I think you have another one. Either way, I'll let you do it. Okay, oh, so you, here, here. you absorb. Reactive shield. <laughs> Look how many, you see, that's what I'm saying. You got so many feats with shield. Reactive <laughs> yeah, shield. Exactly. Yeah. Then you use a reaction to so raise a shield. Reactions. Use a reaction to raise your shield and then use another reaction to shield block and absorb it. Perfect. Yes. You take no damage from the strike. Nice. Uh, whew, all that to say, you're getting really good with your shield. The 20, 23 misses. misses. And oh. oh god, a natural 20. Ooh. Hits. It hits and it's uh it's a, it's a crit because it's a natural 20. Mm-hmm. Alright, let's see. What do you got? 36 points of electricity damage. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got like 159 hit points or something these days. <laughs> oh good. Alright. Other one, first strike, 33. Hit, but not a crit. Oh, double eights. Look at that. All right, second strike, miss, third strike, natural 20. Wow. <laughs> All the natural ones on Clovis are hitting All right. me. Can I, I get, <laughs> can I get another double eight, or like a, a like double eight crit or so? Let's find out. Oh, this one's lower. Only 30 points of electricity damage. All right, last but... Not least, Clovis, three strikes on you. First strike, natural one. <laughs> Second strike, Miss. 23. Miss. Third strike, <laughs> 11. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> you lucky motherfucker. <laughs> All right, new Lara. Okay, I am going to hit this bitch. <laughs> okay, with, so... Uh, Mukta can use your reaction at this point to use your feint and assist. Yes. So I will give a deception check. Okay. It's a 15. That is not going to give a bonus to Nulara. So Nulara, straight attack. It's not a crit. Failure. 
<laughs> At least not crit failure. Okay, that would be... Literally almost as bad as I could roll. 39. Ooh, that's a critical, that's critical hit. Perfect. Nice. One for you, one for me. 44 points of slashing damage. Dead. Fucking A, that's awesome. And then right um, pissed off, I'm going to turn around and power attack this Will-O-Wisp with Encore's Blade. Go for it. Uh, let's see here. Crits that in chat be, for them. Uh, 32 Ooh. to hit. Hit, but not a crit. Okay. Would have been a crit be... if it was your first attack. Mm. That minus five. That minus five. 13 points, not bad. Not, not too bad. All right, Clovis. So you can do this, but it does require you to drop your staff. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's fine. Staff clings to the ground. Interact action to draw the holy water out. And you're going to, like, smash it into this thing? Yep. All right. Go ahead and... Use the dagger as what I used last time, right? Yep, that's fine. Uh, 18. It misses, but it still splashes and hits it. It's not undead or a demon or a devil. And the holy water does nothing. Fuck. All right. It was worth a shot. Um, so... I feel like we've said that a lot this time. <laughs> I'll lose my last action to pick up my staff. Okay. Uh, yeah, so the Holy Water deals damage to... Uh, just checking. It's fiends, undeads, and creatures that have a weakness to good damage, which this does not. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have uh, taken my positive damage. Right. Gotcha. All right. Should have known, known that, but I'm learning. So. All right. Thanks. I'm going to uh, continue to sing... So uh, inspiring again, okay. For at least one round. Nulara, yeah, how are you feeling? You're noticing a lot of your spells are not working. Yep. <clears throat> Nulara, I think I broke a couple ribs. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna cast soothe. Okay. Second level. Roll that healing. Sixteen. Thank you, Hal. Sixteen healing to Nulara. It works. It doesn't get. Absorbed or, you know, put down by these things. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're we're a little we have a little bit of PSD after that last fight. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's true. It's the first time in a while it's worked. Uh, Mukta. All right. Um, going to first action. Stride. Okay. Second action, tumble through. Now, Woo. did tumble through say you can stride up to your speed during the tumble? Couldn't you just do it all as part of your first action, or no? Um, what is the? No, that's true. I what guess does it I say? Could, huh? Let's go back up. Um, it was so long ago. All these crits had to scroll past just to see it. I know. Uh, you move through. You move through an enemy space. So, this move you can you can't move farther than your speed, and you must aid. So I think I have to start next to them. Right? Requirements: You are adjacent to an enemy. Yes, you are right. Yes. So you stride. It's not. Stride. It's not. It's not stride and do it as part of the stride. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So one action stride, second action tumble through. So make that acrobatics check. All right. Twenty six was the target. So you cannot get through. But I can still strike. You can still strike. Yeah. Yeah. So I will do that. Just not flat footed. Yep. I gotta say your rolls have been pretty low. Twenty seven just hits. Ooh. I see these numbers like plus 18 and you roll a four. It's, it's yeah, it's pretty sometimes. bad. All right. 
13 points of damage on this thing. Third action, same thing. I will uh, aid Nulara. Okay. Perfect. All right. This this guy here, right, like has been unable to land a strike on Clovis so far. So his eyes shift and he sees Mushi, and he turns his attention at Mushi. Mushi, dare you? And he oh, rude. suffer. <laughs> only only Nulara kills Mushi. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Clovis is gonna get pissed now. All right, strike against Mushi. That's no! a thirty-three. That's a hit. All right. Mushi takes 10, 14 points of electricity damage. Yep. Okay. And second second attack against Mushi. Oh, 23 misses. Yeah, it misses. And the last strike against Mushi. 26, just what he needs to hit. Oh, shit. Yep, that hits. And damage uh, lower. 11 points more to Mushi. I think Mushi's still up. Yeah. The whole demeanor, everyone in the whole room just turns like, you attacked Mushi? <laughs> <laughs> Mushi's hanging in there. It's the first time anyone's targeted Mushi. But this guy so. has attacked you two turns in a row and has not landed a single hit, so he's he's over you. Um, and then the last one here is still targeting Nulara. Uh, 31. Arrow hits. Okay. Are we doing the same combo? Raising your no, shield yeah. and absorbing. Yeah, reflexive into quick shield block. All right, that's 17 points. Go ahead and shield block the damage. You take seven, and you and your shield, or sorry, you and your shield take seven, I believe. Perfect. Isn't it so cool how easy it is to apply damage? Oh, God, another Whoa. natural 20. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Holy shit. Uh, 26. Kind of erases the healing. And let's just throw another natural 20 on while we're at it. Uh, no, but even a 16 <laughs> plus 7 for 23 misses. Crazy. All right, Nular. That's three natural 20s. Crazy. Okay, I'm hitting this dude. Go for it. I'm going to uh, use my faint then. That's right. Use that deception roll. Perfect. 23. You take a plus one circumstance bonus, Nular. Sweet. Thank you. That would be a 28 to hit. That's a hit. Perfect. That would be 17 points of slashing damage. Um, okay. Still up. Whoa. Okay. Uh, hitting him again. Mm-hmm. No power attack. Uh, 23. 23 misses. Oh, uh, raising my shield. Raising the shield it is. Actually, uh, for my third action, I would like to move right... Can I, can I move here? Yep. Okay, I would like to move right here. Perfect. All right. That's the end of my turn. That brings us to Clovis. All right, Clovis uh, is going to take his staff that he picked up, and he's going to strike the little bastard in front of me from hitting Clovis. You don't hit Mushi. Uh, 16 is a critical miss. Okay, I'll take a hero point on that. Okay. And try it again. 29's a hit. Sweet damage. Four points of damage 
takes it all. Sweet. He'll take another strike at it. 14. Critical miss. And then he'll raise his shield. All right. That's angry clothes just beating the crowd. I don't know. I don't. My magic doesn't work. Hit, hit, hit. At least you did some damage. Yeah, four points, but hey. All right. That brings us to Hal. I'll continue to see. <laughs> so, and I will do a. Oh, I have to see Delara to do it. I'm going to say Foxy ran back more because he's just like, I'm going to run back upstairs and you guys can tell me when we're clear. Um, I'm going to move in stride. Okay. And then I'm going to touch the lar over laying hands. Perfect. Oh, that's a lot. Thank you. Yeah, that goes up. It's increased in level and that's cool. Yep. And you also, um... Gain 10 foot status bonus to speed until the end of your turn. Oh, nice. Uh, 10 more feet of speed. Speed like that meth. <laughs> I gotta put. Oh. Yep, inspire courage for one more round. Now it's everything. Yep. Bring this to Mukta. You have so All right. many icons. I will attack Shit. the one in front of me. Okay. Flat footed. It is flat-footed, thanks to flanking. Let me put on F for flat-footed. Oh, wait, no. That's Nilar is not 29. Uh, 29's a hit. Nice. Kill him. Dead. Nice. You can do it. Kill the guy that tried to kill Moshe. How dare you? Yeah, so second action, I will ride over here. Okay. And for my third action, you see my, t you see Mukta put his blade across for like across him like this, and you say, "No one kills Mushi but Nulara." <laughs> I close my eyes for a moment, <laughs> and I mutter an incantation and pass my fingers across the blade, Ooh. and the blade catches fire, and I'm going Ooh. to spell strike. Ooh! So All right. Cast, uh, produce flame. So. Okay. I'm just going to do the regular attack. So at the at the negative, let's see. Ah, and it misses. It's a miss. And I don't have any more hero points. <laughs> <laughs> it was an epic attempt. That's my turn. All right. One of these left. You're surrounded. Yeah. She sees you now. She knows you're here. We see she sees. It's going to attack Mushi, because he's a dick. Would this be considered a ranged spell attack? Oh, wait, no. Uh, it's not, unfortunately. Uh... 34's a hit on Mushi. So Mushi takes 11 electricity damage. Second attack. Natural one. I'm going to use my hero point. <laughs> don't, think, don't think it works like that. Uh, oh my god, that was uh, almost another natural one, but it's a 26, and that's exactly what they needed to hit Mushi. Oh, 19 more points of damage to Mushi. I think he might be down. So that was 19 and 11, so that was yeah, 30. Mushi goes unconscious. Oh. All right. Uh, 
and that was all three actions. Nular. Hmm. Listen to Mukta. I only get to kill Mushi. Power attacking with Encore's blade. Okay, it's flat-footed. Uh, 28. 28 hits. The hit. Alright, perfect. Uh, 19 points of slashing damage. That's so low. Damage was a little low on the roll. Mm -hmm. Okay, 19 points. Uh, and then uh, attacking him again. Okay. Oof. That's a hit. Uh, 29. Oh, I forgot that was the second attack. I was like, damn. Yeah. 18 points of slashing damage. Still up. Okay, that's the end of my turn. Clovis. All right, so Clovis is going to try something different. I'm going to cast Ray of Frost. Haven't done any cold. Yep. Just to see what happens. Make that attack roll. Uh, 21 to miss. Bahawk. Uh, raise my shield then. Okay. Hal. I am going to continue to sing. Okay. You do notice now that, like, Mushi's lying there on the floor, like, dying. This thing seems to have put its sights on Mushi. On Mushi. I think I'll pull out the Wand of Magic Missiles. Okay. Ooh. And... Use it. Okay. You have one more action, right? <laughs> You're targeting me. Nilara. Blam, blam, blam. My bad. Yeah, so you have one action, right? So you can use a one action magic missile? Yep. Okay. Go ahead and roll the damage on that. Two. Two. So you, you point the magic missile wand at it. The wand, the bolt thing flies out. And you've watched it. It's almost had like this protective shell of magic around it. And right when it hits that part where you expect it to dissipate, it pushes right through and slams into it, and it does take the two points of damage. Mm. I'm gonna bring this to Mukta. I will uh, strike. Go for it. <laughs> Twenty's a miss. I will strike again. Yes, you will. Go for it. It's looking like it really, really wants to miss. Twenty-three's a miss. Even with uh, black-footed? Oh, yeah. Yep. Third action, I will aid Nulara. Oh, you know what I've just realized this whole time? We have not been doing DC5 flat checks every time you attack it. Oh, yeah. That's true. But I'm glad because this fight's already going long enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, my third action, I will aid Nulara. Aiding Nulara, okay. So, here... This thing, it sets its sights on Mushi, who's lying there dying. And as Mushi dies, you watch this thing kind of like swirls around and you watch as like a little bit of life force pulls up from Mushi and starts floating towards the Will-O-The-Wisp. What? This is, it's not, it's not like a manipulate action or interact action. So it doesn't get an opportunity attack. Um, so it, it was it's it's been dimmed itself to go dark. It glows with a bright intensity and it regenerates some health. As it absorbs Mushi's life force. No, okay, he it heals five. And then as it does that, it uses its second action to stride back towards the basin, which is a move action and can trigger your opportunity attack, Nulara. Yes, please. Does that trigger my aid? Yes. Sure. All right. Absolutely. 
it's already flat-footed, so it the circumstance bonus won't combine. Oh, that's true. Nah, I'll just roll for fun. <laughs> it's a success. Oh, 22. I'm using a hero point for that one. Okay, hero point. Bring it. Okay, so that would be... Come on! 29. That's a hit. 29's a Perfect. hit. Perfect. Nice. Killed the son, bitch. That's a high 22 roll. 22 points is There we go. Alright, uh, and with that, as it, as it starts striding away from the basin, you are able to end it with one oh, final slash of your blade. Nice job. The, the, the combat ends. Mushi lying there, you know, dying on the verge of dying at least. And you can see this thing was making its way back to the basin for what purpose, you're not sure. Yeah, I was assuming it was going to get its health back or something there. And so... Ooh, battle yeah. medicine on Mushi. Okay. Make that roll. And what are the rest of you guys doing in this moment as, as you know, she rushes over? What's the DC for Battle Medicine? 15. Yeah, so you, you can uh, patch him up and bring him back up. And then he'd have a wound in one condition. Yes. Um, I'll pop a couple good berries in him. Uh, 13 points to Mushi. Okay. Mike. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Mushi gets 13, plus you, you pop a good berry. Hal sits down, drained of some of his composition. I don't... I don't how would you describe you being drained of your focus points? I don't know. You begin refocusing, so getting back in tune, so you start... I'm re retuning my loot. Tuning mm. it. There yeah. we go. You got your, voice, your, your voice goes a little hoarse, so you've got to, like, you know, do some vocal exercises. So you begin the 10-minute process of refocusing. Um, Nulara's passionate Mushi. Mukta, Clovis. There's still this blade sticking out from the rags on the end of the room and you see these scorch marks and you realize they're not they were probably not from fire because you look around there's now more scorch marks all around these scorch marks were from these electric arcs that these things do mm. i'll go check out the blade yeah you go ahead and pull up the blade and it as you pull it up it you know it looks like a uh a pretty decently balanced short sword I will add it to your character sheet. All right. Technically, I have this rag pile loot object, but I dragged it for you. It's definitely magical, but you're not necessarily sure. You're going to spend uh, another focus point to heal? After I refocus, yeah. Okay. Well, the 10 minute hasn't passed yet, so okay. don't take okay. the healing. So you go ahead and get that blade. You guys are tending to Mushi and all of that. You, there's, a, there's a beat here where you guys catch your breath. This is your first shot down here. First thing you encounter. More of these Will-o'-the-Wisps. Do you hear what it said? It said she knows that way. Well, I'm uh, assuming that uh, she must have uh, understood that the devil went away. So either he got to his soul or we killed him. So hard to say. I'm sure she probably knows something's there. Maybe that's what those little uh, cubby holes were. They were like her ears or her eyeballs, but... They're not filled with eyes because she's a ghost. How much information do we have on defeating Valkora? Not very much. Yeah. The camera pans down to the whispering reeds sticking out of your bag. <laughs> Lovis, that was uh, that was quite a nice spell there. That really, that really helped us out. Otherwise, we wouldn't have been able to see them at all. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Um, glad it worked. I'm sorry I uh, kind of gave your positions up, but uh, yeah, I think it worked out. Is Mushi all right? Uh, yeah, he's uh, the metal medicine and some my four good berries. He is uh, he's good. Was that spell one of the things you learned from the books? Uh, no. Well, you know know the book that I'm talking about. I I do know the book. Uh, No, I did not learn that from that book. I had, uh, you know, learned that from uh, my druid upbringing. Mm. Now, we were trying to figure out what else we could maybe know in regards to defeating Belcora. Well, we know that she's she's a ghost, yeah? Last time I read that book, I had somebody chasing me or following me, but, uh, you know, mm, right. might have I to dig that. into that book if I have to, so. No, no, no. You have, you're having this conversation, how you're sitting there, you're refocusing, catching your breath, your eyes look up down the hallway where Nulara's light is sort of like shining and your eyes are drawn to that sort of indentation, your mind passively wondering what's going on with that. And as you are looking at it, you see a weird thing happen, which is... You see like a ghostly hand kind of push through it and then a, a body and a face. And at the end of the hallway, you see the ghostly spirit of a woman. <laughs> Guys, it's dark in my room right now. <laughs> <laughs> this angry looking woman, pale, flowing robes, the white hair, sharp teeth, black tear stains down her face, reaches out. And says, how dare you intrude on my vaults? I need you guys to roll initiative. <laughs> Who is this? Belcora. Biage. Already? Campaign's over. <laughs> if we die. Oh, you did ask to die tonight, Mike. <laughs> I did. I, I didn't. I just said it's a good day to die. Would you say I, I I would have been avoiding notice in this time? <laughs> Unfortunately, you were not, no. <laughs> but you can feel free to tumble through her. 32. Uh, oh, you beat Belcora. She got a six on her initiative. Uh... She got pretty low, actually. That's a 37 for Mukta. Well, all right. Here's the thing. Mukta and Nulara, she's coming through the wall. You guys are both the first to react. Clovis has his back to her, so he's not seeing her yet. And Hal is just like, there's a moment of like fear that gets her. He gets a drop on him. But Mukta, you're ready to go. All right, I will stride thirty feet. So I have nothing in my hands. Okay. Second action from my bandolier that I put it in. I will pull out a ghost charge. Oh. I have one more. And I'll throw it at Perfect. Make that attack roll. She's definitely so I'm a like, ghost. I'm like tumbling through all my friends, like like somersaulting and like weaving through their legs and getting through it as quick as I can on uh-huh. all fours. Pop up in front of them and... You kind of en- end in the hallway with the like the moss and stuff and it's like you like do a little slide as you throw because it's like so slick nice. and slippery in here. All right. But it also means your hands get all like mossy because you had to forearm it in here. Let's see if it affects your throw. 33. 33. That is a critical miss. 
No, what? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a hit. Let's Get the hell out of here. So go ahead and roll that damage. Flip that reaction. <laughs> it's a plus one item bonus to attack rolls. Uh, I don't know if it was included already, but it is a hit. No, it wasn't actually. So it's just a regular dagger. So yeah. So it's going to become enfeebled. She's going to become enfeebled one from the ghost charge. She takes 11 points of positive damage. Plus two positive splash. Yep, she takes the full 11 points of damage from your ghost charge. <laughs> 11 points on, on Belcora. All right. And uh, she now also gets hit with two more uh, splash damage. Perfect. That's uh, my turn, and then I say, you'll have to get through me, bitch. <laughs> so ballsy. Yeah. All right, that brings us to Nulara. Okay, first action, I'm doing battle medicine on myself. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, one second, since I still have my healer's tools. Uh, medicine check, 22, okay. so that's yep. 2d8. Um, and oh, then for my off. second action, I'm going to pull out on Chorus Blade. Okay. Uh, third action, I'm raising my shield. Get that shield up. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, that's that, it for my turn. Yep, that brings us to Belcora, who is enfeebled one. She reaches up. You, you tell her you gotta get to me, bitch. She reaches up and her hand, like, basically points in your direction, and you guys are all in, like, a straight line to her. Oh, yes. god damn it. <laughs> and... You watch as she begins doing this, like, swirling, casting spells, even in her ghost form, chanting this magical chant, moving her hand motions. And as it does, you actually watch as the room around you begins to fade away. And you feel yourself in the middle of Otari, looking around, and you see buildings burning, creatures rampaging, people dying in the streets being murdered and you can feel this image taking over your mind i need everyone to make a will save would this be considered a fear effect this is actually not a fear effect believe it or not okay. seems like it should be oh, I will save right so 20 17 30 for hal that's not bad 20 for clovis 17 for nulara 28 for Mukta. Yeah. So you all fail. Oh, Nulara no. critical fails. Oh, shit. Yes. Would anyone like to spend a hero point? Uh, yeah. I think somebody just gave Clovis one. Wait, so 27 <laughs> to succeed? So Hal succeeds. Right? No, Hal, Hal fails. No, Hal got a 30. Hal yes. still succeed. fails. What? But if I critical failed with a 7. Okay, never oh, mind. Never mind. God. Yeah. All right, well, Clovis uses a hero point, and now critical fails. Clovis is going to die. I think Nulara has a hero point now as well. Uh, I do? <laughs> okay, thanks. Richard gave you a hero point if you want to use it. 24. 24 is a fail, but not a critical fail anymore. Okay. Okay, so now we have everyone failing, Clovis critical fails. Okay, so. So. That's not a hero point. Son of a <laughs> Everyone, so so here's the thing. Everyone that failed takes 41 points of mental damage. 
Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Clovis, cool, 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 cool. you take 82 points of mental damage. Oh, boy. Clovis, can you make a reflex saving throw? Can you make a reflex saving throw if you're dead? I don't dead? know, man. I can't make shit today. <laughs> so 28. 28 is a failed. So this vision of Otari burning fills all of your mind, hurts the crap out of you guys, but it, it fades fast, right? It's an illusion magic. You guys have pushed through it. It affects you mentally and emotionally, but it does not take hold. And you all look over at Clovis. Clovis, you are trapped in your vision. You, the, the, you're, you're an Otari, you're in your forest. Your forest is burning. Mushi is dying. Everything is becoming corrupted. The ground itself grabs and holds you there and you are un unable to get free. You are stunned for one minute. <laughs> That's it. That's her turn. So Clovis is stunned. Stun says uh, you can't act while stunned. So you're trapped in this vision. Okay. You're completely stunned. You can't act stunned using exclusive value, which indicates how much you actually lose. Possibly multiple turns for being stunned. It's actually a good point. Let me look at her spell real quick. Because you're supposed to be trapped in a vision completely. So I think it makes sense that you would be... Yeah. So I think what happens is you spend your whole turn in this vision unable to act. At the yeah, because what it's saying, right? If I'm stunned one, then it's like an action to try to work through it. Yeah, yeah, right? it is. You do get a you do get a save at the end of your turn again. So um, make a new will save at the end of your turn. Okay. So. You just watch as Clovis is like definitely having a nightmare. Oh, natural twenty! There we go. I shook it off. So with the I thought of. Watching Mushi die in the fire, I just shook out of it. You do. You shake out of it, and you, you're you like, no, this can't be real. You blink out of it. The whole illusion, the whole thing that took hold in your mind fades out, and you're back here present. You're no longer stunned. Awesome. But it did take up your whole turn. Yeah, that's fine. At least I'm not stunned. At least you're not oh, dead, but, too. By the way, that's true. I'm, uh, not, <laughs> I'm pretty close. I did spend one minute um, recharging my spell strike while they were... You had one minute. You guys, you guys had yeah. somewhere in the neighborhood of five or six minutes. You didn't have enough for a full refocus, but you did have a minute to recharge your spell strike. That's fine. How? I'll reach out to Nulara and do lay on hands. Go for it. Thanks. Twenty-four healing. And then I want to cast biting words on Belcora. Ooh, she can understand you. Make that attack roll. Twenty-seven um, is a miss. I'm gonna use my hero point. Hero point. You're like looking at the time, like, yeah, I'm going to hear her point it out. Rebel. Come on. Mm, 22, still miss. Pull the Clovis. All right. All right, Mukta. All right. Um, after saying, you'll have to get through me first, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. Fair point. Mukta's... <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, going for broke at this point why not Ooh, he he's going for it and uh i want to see this work one time before i die and you see, do the same thing i en enchant my i cast produce flame and my finger runs along the rapier and it catches fire and i'm gonna use spell strike all right please hit i want to see a spell strike work oh Oh, that's a hit. Oh, yeah. That is a hit. All right, so I'll do the regular damage first. 
This is my and uh, this is a ghost. It is touch. ghost touch. So she so it hits her spirit form or corporal form, incorporeal form, and right takes the full sixteen points of damage. Sweet. That is awesome. Plus another eleven points of fire damage. Why now here's so here's a question for you. Does it mention at all how you can? It's like Wait, is it so much? Is the uh. Oh, you know why? Because it's, it's doing it like it's a level four spell because you're level seven, right? You're level eight. So, well, Let me just roll a d4. I mean, that might be right. I don't know. Cantrips heighten depending on your level. We'll, we'll look into it. Oh. For now, let's just take the full 11 fire. Does it, but I want to know, does it say anything about how it, does it combine the damage into one or is it two separate sources of damage? Your spell is coupled with your attack. This counts as two attacks for your multiple attack penalty. Uh-huh. So it's coupled with the attack. So all the so damage happens. Yeah, it's okay. combined. So I'll tack the 11 damage on to the other one fully. Okay. So she takes 11 more damage. So 27 damage total for me. And uh, third action, I will cast shield. <laughs> ah, Get shield. out of there. I can't hear <laughs> Oh, that's true. Maybe I won't cast shield. How do I undo that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put the spell effect on anyway. Yes, you um, should. Third action. I will. Uh... Yeah, close the door. Give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> ah! like, once you get through the door, then shut it. Yeah, that's it. So unfortunately, I can't use my um, mobility because I have to go farther than 15 feet. Hmm. All right. So if she has any type of opportunity, she can take it. Uh, she does not appear to take one. All right. Sweet. That's my turn. All right, Nular. Okay. Belcora's in your room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to. Nice laugh. Huh? <laughs> your laugh is great. Oh, sudden charging. Flip it. Oh, you're you're going for it, huh? Yeah, actually, yeah. I'm a sudden charge towards her. Okay. You're wow. not supposed to be here. I say as I power attack with our chorus blade. Not a power attack. So, yeah, is that is a sudden charge? So sudden charge is a move and attack in one. It's like two mm-hmm. actions to move twice and attack. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> twenty-four misses. Oh, man. And then I'll be like, well, I gave it a try. <laughs> <laughs> and then I actually... I don't want Clovis to die. What's your hit points, Clovis? Uh, 14. Just to stick with her. I'm I'm going to die. If it's, I said it was a good day to die. It's a good day to die. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm raising I'm, my shield. I'm, I'm, I'm dead on okay. this round, but probably no matter what. Raising your shield. something points. Yeah. Critter fell is serious. All right. That brings us to Belcora's turn. Even forty points is pretty serious. As you you like so like Noel, you raise your shield, bracing for an attack. The attack doesn't come, and you guys all watch from the hallway as Belcora laughing. <laughs> Stay out as she just goes backwards right through that wall. She takes a step to. Go right through the wall, which doesn't provoke any opportunity attacks, I don't believe. No, she took a step. If she took a step. Right. I, 
I don't know if you have a new feed that says screw steps. You can do whatever you want. No, no, no. <laughs> and as you, as she zooms out through the wall, um, she seems to disappear back through the wall into the lighthouse. <laughs>